It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Amateurs podcast. It's Mark back again with Ryan and Rob. Boys, Rob, the Waz are just absolutely immense at the moment. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I think uh, we got a good bit of it out of out of our system on Sunday night. Um, yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, what a game! Do you watch it, Ryan? Oh, mate, how good was the uh, the post game interview with Sean Johnson? He, he just seems like he's loving his footy at the moment, doesn't he? Yeah, they didn't play it like on the Sky Sports feed in New Zealand, which was such a shame. Um, so Ryan had to hunt it down from some like back alley Twitter source. Um, <laughs> but they did finally start playing it on the news and stuff. Um, and yeah, the whole the whole country loves Sean again. It's it's a delight. Yeah, I remember this time last year we were talking about dropping him. Oh, I know. I I think there's a few questions to come. One specifically, I saw um, of the nasty things I've said to Sean over the oh, off season and, and perhaps okay. at the back end of last year. Um, oh. But I think just to address it up front, it's, it's hard to, it was hard to fathom how much Webby would turn around the Warriors and specifically Sean. Um, mm. He's just a different guy, like his defense, um, him just taking ownership. Um, and yeah, I think I, I'll eat my words on that for sure. I thought we'd be two, two and nine and Sean would be dropped. Mm. I'd, I definitely said that at least once in the off season. So mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, we're only five rounds in, but it's reminiscent of last year when everyone had the Cowboys coming last, and you know they yep. started red hot and yeah, kicked away into the finals. So hopefully, maybe can do something similar with the Wires. Mm. There's something to be said about just playing with some actual heart and passion and desire instead of just turning up and going through the motions. And I mean. We're seeing what happens when teams do that, <laughs> West Tigers. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, so it's uh, it's just a – you know, everyone was talking about about the Tigers going skyrocketing up the ladder this year or at least sort of being competitive and, and you know, the Warriors has been, a, you know, strong contenders for the spoon and it seems to be the opposite. So something to be said about turning up with some, some passion and some heart. Love to see it. Boys, speaking of turning up with passion and heart, we'll uh, we'll rip in because we've got a big podcast with lots of fantasy-relevant team list stuff today. First game here is going to be the Storm up against the Roosters on Thursday. We've got a bit of a protracted round here. Um, But the Thursday night game, uh, Jerome Hughes is back. Hopefully none of our followers jumped on Pezzett. I don't think he would have. Uh, Harry Grant's still good. Um, Ryan, any additional notes on the Storm here? I see Ryan Pappenhausen's back at training. Yeah, well, I mean, who knows uh, how far away he'll be. And when he comes back, he'll probably be off the bench as well, you'd assume. But, yeah, no, it's pretty par for the course here. Josh King's still uh, doing absolutely incredible things. Um, Ellie Katoa a little bit down, but, you know, no panic stations there. Otherwise, it's yeah, it's, it's a play on, really, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, Katoa's still averaging over 50, even with that 35. So, um, you know, it's a bad week for the Storm, I think, and they'll, they'll come back from that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's much more to say here, Rob. No, no, I was just going to say Josh King. Do you think Josh King's still a buy? Mm, I, I never thought he was a buy. Uh, obviously, that's been proved wrong. Um, but, I mean, he's averaging 61. So, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know, man. It's a tough one. Yeah, I'm at the point where, like, he's averaging so much for 700K, but 
Like I'd rather sort of just spend a little bit more and get Ryan Madison, which who I know is like it is mm. what seventy five k more, but like it's more of a proven thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a hard buy. It's hard for anyone to buy in with two buys, you know, in nine and thirteen as well. Mm. Yeah, that's yep. very true. So. With the Eels buy schedule, it's um, pretty ideal if Madison doesn't play Origin. Yeah, exactly. Um. The Roosters, uh, Tedesco gone for at least this week, but I'm going to have a guess and say next week as well. Um, I can't see him playing. What? So I think I'm just looking at their fixtures. So they play, yeah, they play the the Friday night the following week against the Sharks, and then they got 11 days before they play the Dragons on Anzac Day. So you have to imagine... He skips the Sharks game and he's back for the Dragons, would be my guess. Um, and, yeah, he's going to be really, really tempting from a price point perspective. But uh, uh, obviously coming into Origin, he always presents a value at going into Origin. Ryan, as a head-to-head player, it's probably one that's an easy decision to try lock him up. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's coming into that price range where um, – and his break-even is, is going to be massive as well, where you're probably going to be able to get him in the 500s. Um, yeah, and we spoke. I think it was what last week we talked about how he's got the dragons twice before Origin as well, like beginning on Anzac Day. So, yeah, he's he's going to be a an interesting one, um, especially with the lack of real elite wing fullbacks so far this year. Like none of the yeah. you know the big names are really standing out. It's more the uh, you know the, your Carazes and your Dylan Edwards that are sort of leading the charge at the moment. Yeah, oh, yeah mm. there you go. <laughs> Yeah, so it's funny, uh, old uh, t- uh, Trent Robinson said in his presser that uh, Joey would be pa- playing fullback and then sort of giggle to himself because both of his options for fullback are both called Joey. You know, they've yeah, got Joe Suwali right? and, and Joe Manu. Um, now, I guess the other question it brings in, so Manu is obviously a critical piece of our overall points uh, by planning puzzle. Uh, for those looking to make a move this week, 66 break-even, he's well and truly capable of eclipsing that at fullback. Uh, is he somebody that you'd potentially be interested in just locking up now for the State of Origin run, Rob? I was really hoping he'd lose some cash, um, if I'm honest, uh, but it looks like that's not going to happen because he's going to be playing fullback the next two rounds. Um, it just... It just seems like a lot of money to be spending on wing fullback at the moment when we're going to be getting Teddy for, you know, cheaper probably. Um, mm. I know for overall it's he's really important. Um, but I don't know. I couldn't, I don't think I could do it this week. Yeah, no, that's, that's probably fair enough. And, I mean, the thing is uh, he shouldn't – I mean, with a 66 break even – it'd be pretty unlucky for him to just lob out a hundred and just completely ruin his price, you know, and, and even the gun wing fullbacks, particularly against the storm, he's no guarantee to, to go absolutely mental. And I mean, even if he gets a 65, he still loses money. So um, probably one to watch for a week, but uh, if we get some news about Teddy, that he's going to be up for a longer period, um, then, you know, he's one, but I, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm half tempted to just pull the trigger on it this week. I don't think I will, but, you know, it's 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 within the range of acceptable decisions that people might make. 
Um, Brandon Smith looks pretty good, Ryan. Um, he seems to have, you know, obviously I, I think I, I saw you say that you wanted to see it again from him though. Yeah, well, he had three offloads in that 48-point score. The minutes were there. Um, yeah, I, I'd just like to see one more sort of performance where he gets a little bit of base on the board before I you know, go diving in head first. Like, only 29 run metres. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'd just like to see a little bit more before I, I give the tick of approval. He does have the revenge game this week, though, up against Melbourne, so that'll be interesting, the, the bellyache revenge. Yeah, I see Harry Grant was trash-talking him. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, no signs of any um, Angus Crichton yet, but you'll have to imagine that he's probably not far away. Um, but, you know, I mean, outside of Brandon Smith and Joseph Manu, this is a team that I'm not really interested in from a fantasy perspective. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the Bulldogs and the Rabbitohs playing the early game on Good Friday. Uh, Hayes Perham, you know, strength to strength here. The Bulldogs forward packs is absolutely decimated, though. Harrison Edwards starts at lock. Uh, Corey Waddell is going to start on that edge. Jacob Press has been named. I guess it's a good thing to see that he plays early, so at least we'll know if he's going to be ruled out. Uh, obviously, the bad thing is the only real player that you'll have that you'll be able to use him for a loop if he is ruled out is Will Warbrick. Uh, obviously, not through the, the wing fullback position. So, um, I mean, he's... Uh, it, I mean, do we think he's going to play, Rob? What do you, what's your gut feel, Sal, Uh There was all sorts of talk. Um, I was trying to track it on Twitter. I, I thought Gus said he wasn't going to play, um, but him named is, is promising. Um, and, it, yeah, cause obviously Max King's banged up as well. I think it's just one of those ones where they've got no Fords options available, kind of like the Warriors, where they and they look at their interchange, right? Like it's full of no names. Um, so I'm wondering if he'll kind of just get rushed in if he was 50, 50, um, cause they've got no one else. Mm. Um, yeah. And I mean, it, you know, as you saw, he was able to continue on with his, you know, fingers taped up a little bit. So, um, it may be just a pain tolerance thing and, you know, they just need him to, to do it and being a young, hungry rookie guy, you know, you imagine he might be, uh, sort of looking to, to, not give up his spot that he's worked so hard to to earn. Uh, surprised to see that with all these forwards out that Andrew Davey can't get his way onto the team here. Um, Ryan, do we know anything if he's carrying an injury or something or just out of favour? Yeah, no idea. I guess he's just yeah, not in the consideration at the moment. Uh, I'd assume if he was injured, he wouldn't be in the squad. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess they're just opting for other guys. Because um, I saw uh, cause the NRL physio said with Preston, it was sort of similar to Munster in that, like, if there was no fracture here, he was only going to be at, you know, it was only like a one to two week thing. So possibly he does play this week. So I'm assuming there is no fracture. But if, it, if there was a fracture, um, it would have been similar to Cam Munster. So he would have been out for about three weeks. So, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's just a sort of a flesh wound type thing. Um, get it back in, tape it up, and away you go. Yeah, I mean, they might also just look to play Paul Alamotti in the forwards. He's about 150 kilos. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he seems to be doing really well, averaging 38. Um, and, you know, he's going to be a, a staple for a while. Uh, for those of you that uh, have uh, invested in the overall buy planning article that I put out over the weekend, you'll uh, find out whether he's somebody you can hold through the state of origin period or not. Uh, little, little teaser there. <laughs> um, for the Rabbitohs, uh, oh, just Matt Burton as well, maybe. Um, Mark? Oh yeah, Matt Burton. He was, yeah, is he he was back? interesting. Yeah, I think 
I think so. He looked a lot better. Um, I'd be interested in him as a discount half if you don't yeah. have Sean or if you. Yeah, if I didn't well. have Sean Johnson and Nathan Cleary sitting in my halves, I'd probably be looking at him closer. 600 yeah. kick meters and 100 running meters helps, uh, although that was a pretty low scoring, grinded out type of game. Um, you know, pretty tough run here, Rabbitohs, Eels, Sharks. We're going to find out what the Bulldogs are made of over the next three weeks. Yeah, we will, with no forwards. Yes. Um, Latrell's been pretty disappointing. Thompson, bounce back, good score. Totola's back. Murray was awesome. Uh, a few questions about Harme Sele. Uh, Ryan, do you have a good feeling about Harme Sele in either direction? Oh, I don't know about a good feeling. Um I mean, what's his break-even now? a strong it's, it's... feeling. I'll supplement that <laughs> word out. Uh, yeah, so his break-even sort of leveled out now. He played good minutes last week. I don't know. Like, it's just it's it's tough because we've got Totola back. Um, I'm assuming Jaira is not too far away either. Uh, yeah, and, it, and we've got a four-forward bench here as well. So I just, I'm just I'm not too I'm not too keen to go diving in. If I'm honest, I'd, I'd like to see one more week with Totola back in this side and how this rotation actually works moving forward but I mean typically Saluka Fafida and Moali aren't big minute guys either so I mean maybe maybe he does pick up that 35 to 40 minute role he really only needs about 35 minutes to make his money so uh, he might not be the worst Mm, no exactly right one to keep an eye on for sure and I'm sure we'll probably tackle it in the questions um Cowboys up against the Dolphins on the second game on the Friday night uh, surprise, surprise, Tom Chester does not move to the wing. Brandon Elliott stays there as predicted by yours truly. Uh, Scott Drinkwater's back. Uh, Tom Chester moves to the bench with Jake Granville together. Uh, Jake Granville's been playing as a lock, so, I mean, that's not surprising, although they may look to bring Gachevsky or Sudrugu onto the bench. I think they're pretty light on forwards. I wouldn't surprise me if Granville's actually the one who drops out. Uh, but we'll see how we go. Uh, Ruben Cotter's back this week. Mitch Dunn's at prop. Fantasy-wise, uh, I mean, keep an eye on the price of Scott Drinkwater and Ryan, your man, Kyle Felt. <laughs> yeah, finally. Um, he, he's just got to he's got to be a buy at some point, doesn't he? Um, like he's 330K, break-even still in the 40s, and he hasn't really had any attacking stats this year. Like he, I was looking at his stats so far this year, and it's – Basically identical to last year in terms of, uh, you know, tackle busting, tackles, off offloading a little bit down. Um, the run meters are a little bit down as well. Like last year he was averaging 100, oh, when he played at least 60 minutes, he averaged 148 run meters this year. It's about 123. But, I mean, I don't think that's entirely unexpected for a half, that, uh, sorry, for a winger that hasn't made a line break yet this year. Um, yeah. And if there's one thing we know about wingers is that they – they score tries and we might not be able to predict when someone's going to score a try, but you can usually accurately predict how many someone is going to score, give or take with, you know, within a couple over the course of a season. So um, if the Cowboys can sort their attack out, he's really due for some attacking regression here because it's pretty similar to last year as well. Like if you look at last year, like he only scored like two tries over the first seven rounds. And then after that, he went on an absolute tear. So yeah. Well, I mean, and this is the other thing is if you look at Kyle Felt's career to date, 2019, he averaged 33 fantasy points. 2020, he averaged 33 fantasy points. 2021, he averaged 33 fantasy points. 2022, I'll give you a guess how many fantasy points he averaged. 
33? <laughs> it was 30, It was 33. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's now, obviously, he's got a 36 break even, so no rush to jump on him this week. But at 330K, he's got a clear 100-plus K value, and Cowboys have an absolutely fantastic buy schedule. So uh, he is actually a really interesting option for those chasing overall points for buy, cover, for cheap. Um, obviously, drink water is better. But if you can't afford him, Kyle Felt is a really, really cheap, interesting option there. Uh, outside of that, for the Cowboys, uh, Reuben Cotter, he's going to be one. If he doesn't play Origin, he's absolutely fantastic. But we're not going to find that out until round 13. So I have to imagine he is going to play Origin. But, uh, you know, regardless, his price is going to drop and he's going to be one to keep an eye on. Anyone else here? You know, probably nothing. I know the answer to that question, actually. No, happy to move on to the Dolphins? Yep. Yeah, Robson's great. Fins up. Yeah, oh, yeah, Robson's great. Uh, yeah, Fins. Uh, Cody Nickarima comes into the halves. Uh, Hamaso, a bit of a down game and had a massive down date. Uh, even though he got bailed out with a try, he also down dated as well. Uh, Lemuelu, poor with lots of missed tackles, but, I mean, that'll happen sometimes when you're getting belted. Uh, Bostock's out, Edric Lee's in. Uh, sorry to anybody that jumped on him with our recommendation. We tried to tell you the, that this was a chance of happening, I guess. Uh, so hopefully you didn't do that. Uh, any, you know, any, Ryan, are you going to have a nibble on Cody? Yeah, I think I might. I think I might. Um, because, I mean, the, the Dolphins have said that Milford's going to be out for four weeks, which would take you to magic round but the dolphins are also on a buy in round 11 so like and with milford's history of uh hamstring injuries like he's got a pretty extensive history um mm. it wouldn't shock me if he's not back until round 12 like if they maybe play it cautious sit him out for five weeks let him have the buy off as well and back round yep. 12 so but that said like even with cody like at the price point he's at he really only needs to average about Oh, 30, yeah, 35 for about four weeks and he'll make his money. So uh, the bar's set pretty low here. Um, so I think at the price point, he seems like a perfect swap for some of, if you've got a dud in his side like I do. I've got plenty, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just have to look at his scoring history in the halves. 2017, average 43, 2018, 35 and a half, 2019, 34, 2020, 40, 2021, 46, and 2022, 34. So, um, yeah, no, he looks like a, a pretty good option if you're looking for somebody cheap. Yeah, and, uh, like, one thing in the, in his favour as well, like, when you look at all those stats, like, most of the time he wasn't a, a dominant kicker. You'd have to assume he's going to be close to 50% with Katoa, you'd think, wouldn't you? I think they're just going to oh, cannibalise yeah. each other a little bit, mm. perhaps. But, um, look, lots of people have Katoa already, so... I think 35 is pretty realistic, like yeah. at a, as a quote-unquote floor. Because yeah. was it Sean he was playing with at the Warriors or was it was that the Sharks days? Was it, like, it, was, it, was, it wasn't at the Sharks, no, because he was at the, uh, the Broncos, Warriors, and then Souths. Yeah, but who was the half partner at the Warriors? Was it? Mm, I, think, Sean? Yeah, I think Sean might have been at the Sharks yeah. by then. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it was Chanel like Harris Tavita, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I suppose it doesn't really matter. He's got 100 no. kick meters and then 160 and 170 the two years before. So if he can pump out the 150 to 100 to 200 kick meters, uh, I think he's good for a high 30s, low 40s average. So, yeah, I like it. I like it if you need someone cheap. 
that's probably it from this team, Lemuelu. Might be a bit late for Lemuelu now, but maybe not. No, I mean, if you think he's a keeper, I don't think it's too late. Yeah, no, fair enough. And good bike coverage as well. Yeah. What are we going to do about Hammer, boys? Because, I mean, he's won 537K now. He's made a lot of money. You know, are we just hanging on to him or, you know, Cowboys, Rabbitohs, next two weeks, potentially, you know? So I guess he's a revenge game. Probably look and see how he's going this week, eh? Yeah, I think he's fine to keep in your centres too. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. he's handy. I wouldn't be selling just yet. Oh, okay, cool. Move along. Panthers up against the Seagulls. Uh, Nathan Cleary, another good score. Hosking holds a job. Huzzah. Um, Rob, did you end up jumping on the Hosking train or were you a naysayer like Ryan? No, I'm oh, I'm a reluctant naysayer. I couldn't really afford it without tearing my team apart. So oh, no. it's pain. It's pain. I think he's going to easily make 100K without kind of doing anything. And then also... Gunner's not getting back in this team, is he? So it's no. just well, it's yeah, you got a sixty-six k profit if you jumped on last week, and, and you know that's another single-digit break even here. So yeah, excited, excited for the potential here. Uh, you know, no sign of the the uh, the replacements even in the extended bench or anything like that. And you know, as they say, like Mick Ennis said it, and sometimes he just dribbles shit out of his mouth. But he said basically, you know, Hosking. You know, he looks like a, a genuine first grader and, and, you know, he is somebody who's been around a lot of good footy teams. So you have to imagine that if he's thinking that, that, you know, Ivan might be too. Very similar to what happened with Staines and uh, and uh, Taylor May. Would you jump on this week? Yeah, I have to seriously consider it. It feels like one of those ones that's, can kind of make or break your season um, if he ends up being an elite keeper. So, yeah, I think I'll have to see what I can do. It's not easy. It's not really easy. I don't have any glaring cells apart from Smith Shields. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll have a look. I'm sure there'll be some questions. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? Are you... No. No, I'm good. You're good? Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Ryan's so sure of himself. <laughs> no, I just, I, no, I'm look. I, I just, if I couldn't get him last week, I don't want to buy him this week for what seventy k more. Like, more. I'm, yeah, yeah I'm pretty happy to like. He's at the same price range now as like, you know, Tyson Frizzell, Hudson Young. Like, is he 100 percent better than Tyson Frizzell? Like, I don't know. Um, and I've got a he's stack definitely of better than Hudson Young. Yeah, well, yeah, probably. Um, was that Maisie <laughs> in the background? Who was that? She's back. She's back. Welcome. Can't keep her down. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've just got a sack of edges already. I just, I don't even know mm. who I'd sell to get him. Like, I just, yeah, I'd have to sell someone yeah. I don't that who isn't a sell to get him. So I just, I'm going to let it through. Oh, fair enough. All right. Well, you guys can just live vicariously through me being happy about owning him. Oh, and everyone else in the fantasy yeah. community. Yeah. Well, that too. Yep. Yeah. A few questions about Lindsay Smith. Um, you know, I'm not keen on him. I think Matt Eisenhuth's going to step into the minutes. Uh, there and they do have, you know, Salmon who's going to take some time. Sunny Luke will come on and push Kenny into the middle as well. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm not rushing out to get him. Uh, for Manly, Tommy Turbo is um, a player in the NRL. Uh, 56 in 90 minutes. Uh, was looking pretty quiet and, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of a weird game. This night's uh, Manly game, but 
I mean, going to Origin, he's not somebody we can seriously consider buying, particularly not when you got guys like Teddy, just absolutely free free falling in price. I was really, you know, what I was actually doing, Ryan, though, during that game, and I was sitting there watching Daly Cherry Evans's low score the entire time, and just like having to hold myself back from saying anything about it, and he still eked his way to a forty six or something. <laughs> yeah, well, the the extra ten minutes certainly helped there. And oh, it was, 51 uh, he got to. Oh no! Oh, nice little update there. Um, yeah, because he was looking at like he was on his way to a mid thirty score until uh, Golden mm. Point came along, and then because because in the uh, in the eighty minutes, no neither side could stop each other from scoring, and then they got to Golden Point, and no one wanted to score. Yeah, and I I couldn't believe that his score was so poor, but the, the but they put on so many points, and I was watching him. I'm going, oh. Yeah, what's going on here? So, yeah, I, I had to stop myself from jinxing it. And then, you know, obviously me even thinking about it was enough to jinx it. So, <laughs> uh, Sean Kepi back to earth, a um, bit more reflective of, of what we sort of expected from him. Um, so hopefully hopefully, if you did get him, you got him got on him early and enjoyed the price rises and didn't get jump on just for the 26 in 44 minutes, which is almost exactly what I would have projected him for. So, be interesting to see which ones. Uh, I see Carl Lawton's back on the bench. Obviously, he's there for Burbo. Yeah. I mean, what's what's his role going to be? What's Burbo been doing? Let's have a little sticky beak. I'm guessing not a lot. Eight and 13 yeah. last week. 20 so. minutes. 20 yeah, minutes. He did a yeah. last week, though. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to, what, one to keep an eye on, maybe. I'd like to see him play like 20 minutes in the forwards and 20 minutes at hooker. That would be you know, seem to make more sense. Um, but, I mean, Weeks has been pretty good. So, yeah, I'm not going to go buying anybody from Manly, I don't think. Uh, Broncos up against the Raiders. Uh, um, you know, it's all sort of steady as she goes. Payne Haas is awesome. Uh, anything new here fantasy-wise, Rob, or just, you know, um, I think Keep Kerrigan, I don't know, a lot of people stress for that low score, it was just a, a bad game for the stat accumulators, really. Um, mm. He seemed to be the one who got pulled. Um, usually he'll play pretty high minutes um, and he'll make a lot more tackles. He was – they obviously just kept scoring tries, so he couldn't make tackles. Um, so, yeah, Kerrigan's fine. Um, and, yeah, Reese Walsh was good, but possibly not a buy anymore. Um but I suppose it depends if you think he's going to play State of Origin or not. Yeah. Any any notes from you here, Ryan? Um, no, it's just really the same Broncos team as we've seen every week, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Raiders, uh, Schneider's in for injured uh, Frawley while uh, Whiten's suspended. Outside of that, um, you know... The Raiders just got absolutely belted last week and, and didn't see the need to put their two best middle forwards on. But, you know, I'm not an NRL coach, so what do I know? Um, at some point, is going to have to play more minutes, but, you know, maybe not if Ricky's got anything to say about it. Um, what's his, you know, he's only played over 50 minutes once this season, which is very alarming. Uh, but, you know, he's uh, a clear hold through the state of origin period uh, with his buy schedule and, 
0% chance of playing State of Origin, uh, plus his elite scoring potential. So hopefully they can put up some attacking stats. They've got the Dragons, Dolphins, Bulldogs coming up in the next couple of weeks. So hopefully they can uh, can put some points on. But I can't imagine this game against the Broncos is going to be very friendly for them either. Um, any you know notes here? Obviously, Ryan, we lost Harley Smith-Shields. Not that there was much of a loss. No, yeah, he's been a little bit of a dud, hasn't he? Um, he was going okay for the first couple of weeks, like putting up 20s without a try and then, yeah, just ran into the Panthers' bud sore and now we've got the return of Jared Croker. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that'll be much better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, they probably who, just who need knows? to get him to 300 games. He deserves it. He does. Yeah, and he does. It's not like the Raiders can be any worse. So. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, Kroger's been averaging, uh, not to put this into the universe, he's been averaging 34 in reserve grade, 320K. Okay. Keep an eye right. on that. Is he going to kick the goals or is Fogarty going to kick the goals? Yeah, I guess we'll find out, won't we? We're not yep. buying him this week, but I'm just saying. No, no. Savage will be back soon too. He's probably only two weeks away. After the buy, I reckon. Uh Titans up against the Dragons on Sunday at 4 o'clock. Jaden Campbell at fullback for the injured AJ Brimson. Toby Sexton comes back for the injured Kieran Foran. Cam Pereira, uh, what's his break-even, like negative 18? Uh, he's a really interesting option for those looking for uh, to try and cheat the fantasy good gods into making some cash, um, knowing that it could full well implode on you pretty quickly. Uh, are you boys, Rob, do you still have Cam Pereira jumping on or avoiding? I still have him. Um, I'm, he's not going to see anywhere near my 13 or 17, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Although they're playing the Dragons, but Dragons have, haven't been that bad. Um, but I'm just going to kind of leave him and hope he makes more cash. Um, I yep. I think I would uh, – It's hard. I think I'd probably get Cody and Akarima ahead of Cam Pereira um, this week. But it is a big – it is a big uh, – Low break even, so I, I can see why people want to do it. It's just um, well, that's it's brought that's the danger. maths I'm doing at the moment. Is um, you know, Harley Smith Shields is my only trade that I need to do this week, and I'm trying to work out whether I bring Camperera in or Nicarima. Um, one costing me money and one turning me a small profit. So I don't need the I don't need the cash, but uh, you know, there's no use wasting 50k either. I suppose the thing with Cody is we can have a look at him and if he looks good and Bennett comes out and says, oh, he's going to be in the team until O'Sullivan's back or something like that, then, you know, we've got a bit more time there. Whereas, you know, Cam Pereira, he, if he puts up another 60, he'll go up by, you know, 90 grand and be, you know, that's that's your job done in a week. Mm. So, uh, Ryan, any additional notes here on the Titans? Um, no, I just uh, maybe just... Jaden Campbell, 413K. I don't think we can touch him, though. His break even still fairly high, and I think uh, Brimson's back are about round eight or nine. So, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think we can go into that. It's a shame because I would definitely spend the extra 100K to get Jaden Campbell instead of Camperaro. Yeah, same. Yeah. When's Foran back? Two round weeks. eight as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think Brimson was one was... extra week on top of Campbell. Yeah. Mm. Sexton back is not great for Boyd for anyone that's yeah, held on. Maybe. Maybe not. Let's keep an eye on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not buying or selling Boyd. I'm holding or or holding. You're holding only. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, I don't have him, but if I did, I, I wouldn't. I'd be just putting him in my 17 and, and just pretending he doesn't exist and praying. Yeah. Um, the Dragons, 
Tyrell Sloan bailed himself out in the last 10 minutes. Good boy. Ben Murdoch Masilla, decent score, but, you know, don't buy. Just hold or hold, uh, same as Tenor Boy. Um, don't put him in your 17, for the love of God. Um, one to keep an eye on for uh, the long term is Zach Lomax, uh, who has dropped a decent amount of cash and is an interesting alternate to Jack Bird uh, if you decide to go that way for cheaper. Uh, obviously, available through State of Origin, he's lost 90k so far. He's got a 51 break even, so not an urgent buy this week, um, but definitely an option. Uh, I know uh, Ryan and Rob, you're both head-to-head coaches, so Ryan, you're you're obviously not in the hunt for a Zach Lomax. No, not at the moment. Um, I'm, I mean, if you've got a one of Lemuelu or Bird already, and you've got Alamotti, I don't think you're really hunting no. for another centre at the moment, are you? No, exactly right. Uh, outside of that, um, Blake Laurie somehow a fantasy god, but, you know, no interest here for me. Uh, I see there was an interview where Hook was talking about making Jacob Little an 80-minute player, which would be really, really interesting. Um, but with a 46 break even, no urgency there. Um, that's probably it, really. Any Any more notes, boys? No. Mm, no, Jack Bird's good. Yep, yep. Yeah, well, I think he played a bit out on the edge with uh, with Sewer uh, going off. So yeah, want to keep an eye on there. Um, you know, another guy's goods, Lockie Miller. Uh, he's going to come up against the Waz this week uh, in a battle of the people's teams. Uh, the Knights have been surprisingly resilient the last couple of weeks. Uh, Gagod doing great stuff. Miller doing great stuff. I had a couple of people still don't own Miller. Yes, you can still buy him. Uh, Jaden Braley bailed himself out with a bunch of tackles and extra time, as did Tyson Frizzell. Um, Hastings is sort of coming good, but without the goal kicking, we're we're not really interested in going there. Um, you know, boys, Ryan, is it just as simple as, you know, Miller, uh, Frizzell, and uh, and Braley get two to three. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, and I mean Leo Thompson's been going awesome for any coaches that jumped on him, but I I don't think you can buy now. Uh, just ride those price rises. Um, yeah, the the backline's been surprisingly good as well, hasn't it? Like Gagai mm. and Maju have just been otherworldly. Uh, Jack Johns as well, starting thirteen. Yeah. He's got a fairly low break even. Probably one worth talking about. I'm not sure if he's. I don't think he's a buy though, is he? Um, no, we, I, I, I wondered that. He had two 41-minute games in a row, uh, one for a 27 and one for a 40-plus with a try. So, mm. yeah, I definitely want to see one more week of him before I make an assessment. But yeah, well, then he'll probably think, be too expensive. <laughs> yeah, I think if you see one more week, it's probably too late because Adam Elliott's back in, what, like two to three weeks as well. So, Yeah, that probably tells you everything you need to know about whether he's a buy though as well. Mm. Uh, obviously, um, Gamble's going with the HIA. Ponga looks to be back in a couple of weeks, so Phoenix Crossland will get a couple of weeks. A good friend of the show, Jonas Rolf Management, Tyson Jonas, very happy about that. He's got Phoenix Crossland in his team, so he'll be happy. Uh, <laughs> the Warriors, chance is good. Tamari Martin's back. That's good to see after some, you know, uh, obviously – uh, head concussion issues. 
uh, which, you know, for somebody that's been medically retired with a brain bleed is uh, concerning. So good to see him back. Uh, Sean Johnson, obviously, he's, you know, he's great at football. And uh, Jackson Ford, uh, quote, unquote, slow game, only got 43 last week. <laughs> uh, and Torhu's back, boys. So, you know, is this, I mean, this is, oh, they still got um, Barnett to come back into this team and obviously Nick Corey suspended. They, they really do have a, a decent quality of depth here, boys. Yeah, I think they're testing it a bit this week. Um, the, the reserves are f- is full of backs <laughs> and... Um, there's not a lot of Fords out there, but yeah, you're right. I think um, it, it's a kind of bench that looks like and, and reserve um, listed that looks like Tohu's going to play. So that would be ideal. Um, and yeah, it's interesting to see Barnett's not back. I kind of thought he would be by now, um, but it's one of those nerve issue kind of ones. You don't know um, how long that's going to be. So yeah. Yeah. When I a bloke goes um, off the field in a stretcher and a neck brace, um, you sort of can't really ask too many questions about the amount of time the team's given him, given no, him to yeah. come back, particularly when they're winning. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Ryan, I do wonder, um, Torhu is somebody, you know, what do you need to see from him to be confident that his knee's back to full strength? Because he's going he's gonna to drop a little bit of cash as well and be a really interesting buy. Yeah, mm, interesting. Uh, what's he priced at at the moment? He's not one I'd even really... 739, because he was sort of going up and then he obviously dropped. 66 break even, so no rush at all. Uh, but, I mean, you know, if it, if the price hits something with a six in front of it... Yeah, if, if there's a six in front of it, uh, I think I'll uh, definitely be taking a closer look at that for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, because he he was going really well before uh, before that knee injury too. So yeah, I, I think mm. you just put him on the on the monitor, the dip uh, yeah. page on the on the uh, we'll stuff market. Lob him in there. Yeah. He could be an interesting one. Imagine if him and Jackson Ford end up at about the same price. That'd be nice. Yeah, nice little you know similar to the Hopgood Madison swap where you know really you can trade Hopgood to Madison for you know forty k or whatever it is at the moment. Um, you would have jumped at that in the preseason. So speaking of that, uh, last game of the round here, the Eels will come up against the Tigers. Talk about the Eels first. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood on the bench, probably the biggest note of uh, TLT. Sean Russell named in the centres. Uh, where's Walker Blake? Is he dropped? He got dropped, yeah. Awesome. Uh, Sean Russell on the centres. <laughs> He's Dunster on the wing. Uh, Sean Lane's back. Uh, that's that's precipitated the reshuffle. Um, boys, we were talking off air and what we think um, Sean Lane's going to come back. I mean, he may not be fully match fit, but close enough to it. But what we think will happen in this scenario is what Lane plays 80 on the left, Cardi plays 60-65 on the right. The other 15 minutes is played on the edge by Maddo, um, who probably plays the 80. And then what Greg comes off after 15 minutes, Hopgood on, plays the balance of the game or thereabouts. And then Murchie and Makatoa split the uh, split the balance of the middle minutes. Yeah, sounds about right. It's it's tough to I don't know to make heads or tails of this. Like we've shown, we've seen Brad Arthur doesn't really like to use his bench too much. So you'd assume that Hopgood's still going to be a fifty to sixty minute player, wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the preseason, we didn't think he was going to be an eighty minute guy. Uh, so we've been spoiled a little bit here. And, I mean, 45 break-even, you can definitely afford to just, you know, watch a week and see what happens. 
he's only played, he hasn't played over 70 minutes since round two. So, you know, last week he was, uh, you know, 62 minutes, 51 points. The week before against the Panthers, 68 minutes, 70 points. So, you know, we're not too worried about the PPM. Um, and I mean, there's definitely some potential for attacking stats here. So, yeah, just give it a week. Let's see what happens. Let's see if, uh, if Maddo gets that duel and, and, and sort of go from there, I think it's probably the right way to play the hop good, you know, situation, I guess. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you, you Are you thinking about selling him? Oh, I don't know. I was, I mean, this has just muddied the waters for me because I was looking at moving on Cardi this week and I still think I'd probably move Cardi before hop good. Um, mm-hmm. But, look, I, I can understand why some coaches might want to, think about moving him on obviously he's going to be very good for the origin period assuming he's not in the side um i don't think yeah, but, no i don't think so either yeah me either but um just i mean yeah he's just i'm, I'm not convinced he's a keeper um but he would be very handy for um for that origin sort of period so yeah it's, it's sort of a a case of which way do you go like if he's averaging 50 and 60 it's obviously not the end of the world but like if you could parlay him into you know, like a Ryan Madison, for instance. Um, mm. uh, I think that's something you seriously can think about because that could potentially be a 10-point upgrade for 40K. Mm. Yeah, exactly right. So, Or, you you know, put <laughs> you put some money in the bank and pick up, uh, I mean, Torhu Harris and him are only nine grand apart as well. So, yeah, a few options there for sure. Um uh, that's probably it for the Eels. Cardi, I'm not actually – I'm thinking I might just hang on to Cardi for another week and just see what happens. He's only a 23. They're playing the Tigers. Um, I'll be kicking myself if he gets benched, uh, but I also have the cash in the bank there to just trade him straight to Madison as well. So I'll probably just, you know, ride. I'll probably attend the after party, turn up with a uh, goon sack and uh, – Kick-ons. Um, yeah, kick-ons. <laughs> it's been a long they, party. Uh, yeah, play celebrity heads out on the patio. So watch the sun come up. Yeah. Um, the, like my my problem with Cardi is because like it's between like him and Jackson Ford for like my seventeenth man spots. So obviously, I'm playing Ford over Cardi. So like, yes, why is it worth holding on cart for uh, onto cart right if he's going to be my eighteenth man, or do I just you know trade him to a Jack Bird or Lemu Lemuelu and get Isaac Thompson out of my centers or something like that? You know, yeah, um, it's a it's a tough spot. Yeah, no. I, I think if I if I was playing Isaac Thompson in my centers, I'd probably consider making the move to a center. Mm. Um, but you know, like with me, I've got Lamuelo, Alamotti in my centers, and then Miller, Hammer, and Sloan. And Sloan's playing the Titans this week, so uh, like I'm I'm fine to just roll that out for a week and see what happens. Yep. So yeah, one one for the the the, the future history books. Well, to find out who's right. Um, the other uh, big news here, obviously, Adam Dewey back to the halves. And, you know, if assuming that we trusted the Tigers, he could be a really interesting option at the price point, 647K, obviously 74 break even, no rush to buy this week, but one to keep an eye on. Api Corusau's price is going through the floor, as is John Bateman's and David Clemmer's, uh, for good reason because the Tigers are playing very bad. Uh, we don't want to buy anyone in an orange jersey, but there are a number of players to keep an eye on. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think you summed it all up. Um, 
uh, Adam Dewey could could be a very good discount buy if he uh, gets back to form. Um, Sean Bloor had an awesome game off the bench last week too. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's probably the one, but I mean, it's just the guarantee of how many minutes and, and what do they look like mm. is yeah. a concern for me. I think if you got him, you're pretty happy. But, you know, he wasn't in the team up until the last minute last week. So... Yeah. 23 tackles the last three weeks running. Fun fact. Um, and he's only gone over 100 running metres once this season. So he's he's just tackling a lot and, you know, sort of putting up some garbage stats. So, yeah, I, yeah I'd like to be more excited about him. But uh, if I had started with him, I'd be happy. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm not rushing to bring him in, I don't think. Um, Rob, any anything further before we jump into the questions? No, I don't think so. Uh, it's just a classic Tigers reshuffle, isn't it? I think that's the issue with having any Tiger is that you don't know what position they're going to be or what if they're even going to be mm. in the team the next week. So The only thing that you really know is that Luke Brooks is going to be the halfback. Luke Brooks will be the halfback, and yeah, that's it. That's it. And, and Sheens will somehow still be a coach. Yeah. All right. Why don't you uh, run us through the questions this week, Rob? Yeah, we'll do. Um, I'm going to do Twitter first because I just uh, lost – my Facebook page, I'll load that, that back shortly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to start with you, Mark. Um, okay. Hey, guys, I don't have Miller. Sorry, Mark. My plan was to trade Tedesco to him, but I have no salary and have to double. Oh, it's cause, is it because Tedesco is more least cheaper now? No, that's not right. Anyway, now that Hopgood is bench, I was wondering, I was planning to tr- go to him uh, – to Miller and hold Teddy and then still try and get Hines next week by trading Katoa and Boyd. Thoughts? Well, um, yeah. Without, (laughs) uh, you know, without giving too much away, uh, there's a discussion that's had in our early release by planning article regarding selling the farm for Nico Hines. Uh, So if you're one that's, Doing some future planning for Nico Hines, I strongly suggest that you consider jumping on the buy me a beer and 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 spending the five dollars to to look at at that. Um, otherwise, it'll be available next week. Uh, but I mean, uh, outside of that, I don't know how I feel about moving Hopgood on for Miller to then hold on to Tedesco, who's going to drop a bunch of cash. And what did you say, selling Katoa and? Boyd, is that yeah. Isaiah Katoa or Eliasa Katoa? Eliasa. Nah, see, I, I don't really like selling Eli Katoa or Boyd at this point. So I'd probably be really interested to see who else you've got. And if you've got like a Harley Smith Shields or something like that hanging around your team, I'd be more inclined to do like Smith Shields to Nicarima to free up the money to make Miller into Teddy or something like that is what I would prefer to do. Mm. Interesting. So, yeah, sorry for the, the long answer. Get in the DMs, uh, Sam, and we'll um, we'll sort you out. Um, question from Shane for Ryan: uh, Time to move Kerrigan on. Good downgrade options. I was gonna go. I was going to trade Cardi for Bloor or Cheese, but BA has done me dirty with Team last Tuesday. Um, I mean, is it time to move Kerrigan on? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so either. Like when you've got like prior to um, this week or well, last week, but the 
Broncos flogging the Tigers, Carrigan getting a little bit of reduced minutes. Like he hadn't scored under 50 all the years so far. And you've got these other problems now with like Cardi and Hopgood. Um, I, I think I'd, I think I'd just hang on to him for now, for sure. Um, in terms of cash down options, uh, probably depends what price bracket you want to go in. Like obviously we've discussed some of the cheapies this week. Um, I mean, we all know about the mid ranges, like your Hoskins, your Frizzells, your, uh, you know, Jaden Braley, even like those type of guys in that price range. So, um, yeah, is that covered? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, question from Stan, Stan the Can Man uh, from Mark: Who to move Smith Shields onto? Probably will need to be a downgrade since he's only got forty four k in the bank. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, yeah, Nick Arima is a good option. Otherwise, you can look at uh, spending a little bit to get Lofiana. Yeah, how much is AKP? Three, three oh four. Of four. Yeah, that he should have enough, right? Smith Shields is two seventy or so. Yeah. A lot of people do own Khan Pereira though, he's he's forty percent owned, so that's true. Yep. Uh question for the group, who had the biggest biggest hangover after the weekend? Don't really get a hangover. Gotta be Rob, surely. Yeah, Not I mean I didn't even drink that much. I was too stressed. I was trying to cook dinner and it was just, it was mm. diabolical. It was such a good game, but I definitely didn't drink very much. Yeah. I, I drank a Sunday. lot, but my body doesn't actually get hangovers anymore. It's it's in a it feels weird when it doesn't have alcohol in the system. Ah, uh, yeah, Mark's <laughs> pint fit, obviously. Um, question for Ryan with from Flex Flex Offender um, with Hopgood hey. benched. How does Hopgood to Frizz sound? Was that Blake Ferguson asking that question? The- <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. back from the dead. Uh, what was it? What was the question again? Sorry. Just, yeah, just you focus on your bit, right? You had to, yeah. to get that out. And then, yeah, exactly. Um, Comedy first. Hopgood to Frizz. Hopgood to Frizz. Question. Yeah, okay. And then part B is Boyd to Braley. Uh, no, I, I don't think I would. Uh, um, yeah, I, I think it's a little bit sideways, to be honest. Um, like Hopgood to Frizz is, it could end up being an upgrade, but it could also just be sideways and Boyd to Braley as well. It's probably a slight upgrade, but I think more sideways as well. Um, I'm not opposed to training Boyd, but yeah, I don't think it's something I would do personally. Um, I'm not sure how much cash he has in the bank, but I, I think I'd just hold both. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, question for Mark, footy on the DL. Who's the better pickup, SJ or Robson, for round thirteen cover? Um, the short answer is Robson, hmm. uh, but you know the long answer is it depends which position that you need. Um, I do explore in the article that I put out about the uh, the buy planning, uh, running a Jaden Braley Tanner Boyd strategy, and not bothering with Robson, uh, which would allow you to get SJ if you wanted to go that way. Yep, um, buy us a beer and we'll let you know. Um, yeah, but the, sh- the short answer is Robson is is a great – he's an elite gun who – He's a captain in round 13 a too. captaincy option for, yeah. yeah, for round 13 and for round 16 if you don't go Heinz. Yeah. Uh, question for Ryan, Big Trev NZ. Is Hame Sale worth the trade-in? Need to get rid of Trindle. Or is AKP a better trade? Up the wires. Yeah, I think we spoke about this a little bit earlier. I think I'd prefer to go for Cam Pereira or uh, Nicarima over Sele. Um, Sele could be a good buy. I just, 
I just don't know what to expect with Totola back and Arrow around the corner as well. Uh, his minutes could stay okay, or they could be back into the you know twenty minute a game sort of range, which is typically what he was at last year. Like his minutes for the most part were around that twenty five to thirty, which just wouldn't be quite enough. Um, so yeah, I, I mean his break even as well isn't low enough that you couldn't get him next week too. So you could always just wait a week on Sele, but. Yeah, I'd lean Carl Pereira is the uh, long answer. Yeah, I agree. Um, question from Wires67. From the UK, sat in 131 overall. Well done. Welcome. Um, do I leave the Cardi party and do Cardi and Max King to Brandon Smith and David Fafita? I could do with hooker cover. Mark? Um, I would be more inclined to do like... Jaden Braley and Zach Hosking or something like that. Um, you know, someone in that range. Tyson Frizzell, um, I think, is the short answer. Um, for overall, uh, for head-to-head, yeah, I'm fine with that option. But, you know, both Brandon Smith and David Fafita are unavailable around 13. Mm. Yeah, I think I think go with Mike's first option. Um, Jaden Braley is a good option. Um 13. Uh, Ryan, Eliezer Katoa to Hosking. I've had this a lot. Ooh. Um, I mean, for me, it's a no. I, I have the same option to do that trade, and I'm, I'm, I'm not. So, yeah, I, I'd lean no, personally. Um, the question right, is, so what are you gaining by doing that trade? Yeah. Exactly, like he's, cash, isn't it? But if you're buying Hosking, you almost think he's yeah. a keeper. You're, you're only point. getting seven grand. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, like what you're getting, cash. what you, what you're spending a trade to go to lose job security is the short answer. Yeah, mm. Katoa's going nowhere, save from injury, right? So theoretically, <laughs> yeah, touch wood. Um, yeah, no, I I tend to agree. Um, Christian from Danzel's. Uh, looking to trade Lenu and AFB for Lemuelu and Hosking. Is it too late to jump on both these guys? Ryan? No, I, I like those trades. It's uh, two guys out who aren't, you know, fantasy guys. And uh, Lemuelu plays around 13. Hosking doesn't, but uh, obviously a lot of upside there. So, yeah, I, I like those two trades. Yep. Uh, not a question, but a pun from Kev. Uh, bleed money. It's <laughs> really good. I'll bleed. I like that interspersed in the questions rather than just overloading yeah. me with puns. Um, yeah. Question for Mark um, okay. from Dim. Uh, is ready. Jack Jones a good pickup? Um, I My first instinct is no. But like at that price point, Maybe. I'm surprised to. I, I'd be surprised if you need somebody in that price point. But you might. Yep. 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 Um, question from Dom Sullivan for Ryan. Cardi Party Living On has thrown my trade plans out. Planning to hold him now. What to do with Hopgood? Ideally, I'd hold, but feel like this might be a chance to grab a gun nine considering I only own Bleed Money. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Um... 
I'm considering something similar. I won't be trading Hopgood this week. I just don't have the bank, but I'm really considering moving him on to Reese Robson next week just to solve my hooker problems once and for all. Don't have to deal with um, finding cover when Jaden Braley's on a buy in a few weeks. But, um, yeah, look, I think Hopgood's fine to hold this week. Uh, Robson's not really going anywhere if you want to grab him. Same with Harry Grant, but he's obviously got Origin coming up. So uh, I'd probably want to get rid of Bleed Marnie before I traded Hopgood, I think. Like, I'd rather go Bleed Marnie to Jaden Braley or something like that, but even that might be a little bit sideways. Um, yeah, yeah, look, I think I think the short answer, I'll give you the short answer. Um, it's fine to hold Hopgood, but if you want to get a gun in, then I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, I think I'd trade Marnie over Hopgood. Uh, it's really hard, though. Marnie to Braley seems like sideways on paper, but Marnie has been missing so many tackles and bleeding demerits um yeah it's a tough one uh dom's got another question i'll give this to mark and we've we touched on this earlier but um meadow only named to start on an edge twice does that rule him out of getting dual position picked him up last week hoping he'd get that edge dual i don't think they have a specific amount of games criteria anymore Mm. But I think it's based on, like, if you're only there for injury cover and then moved back, they don't like to give the jewel. So I think that means that they probably won't give it to Maddo, even though he obviously is a player that plays on the edge and in the middle and should, you know, he's probably more deserving of jewel than someone like Jackson Ford is. So my suggestion would be to write a bunch of angry emails to FanHub and try to get him to get the jewel. Yeah, and and Mark will be doing that if he finds time this week, but I suggest that you do the same. Um, Moving to Facebook, um, Ryan. Before we jump into the questions, can I I ask a question? Of course. The two cheap eels outside backs, Hayes Dunster and Sean Russell. I've just had a look through Sean Russell's career, and as far as I can see, he's never played a game in the centres. He was pretty strong on the wing and he was a good attacking player. He's, you know, obviously his problem was lack of base stats. You have to imagine that, you know, he's going to get through a little bit of defensive work and that sort of stuff at 319K or 250 for Hayes Dunster. Is that the cheapie that we actually should be looking at? Maybe. Um, uh, so who are they in for? So obviously Walker's been dropped. Walker's dropped. Is there anyone else who we could come back that we're missing? Bailey Bailey Simonson's been suspended. No, he got suspended for decapitating Tedesco. That's right. Yeah, yeah, of course. But why was he in? I remember he he didn't start the year, did he? No, I think Russell was injured. Um, Like he was in the trials and then got got ruled out for the rest of the year, but has now been named. (laughs) I sent this a little bit confused. That's right. He was out for the season. <laughs> What's going on at the Eels? Is hands in the top thirty or not? That's all I want to know. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm just spit. I'm just spitting fire out. I just want to know because, uh, like, the reason I'm asking is because you know that is a potentially useful player for overall. Um, at cheap Eels outside back. Russell gets and Waka Blake. As well, that would be nice. Yeah, and they're playing the Tigers. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe wait a week. Let's let's watch this space for a week, and we'll come back to it. 
Yeah, it might yeah. be a nice uh, Isaac Thompson um, alternative, though. Dumpster has uh, not been great in reserve grade this year. He's averaging 19 with three tries in four games. Well, yeah, I think Russ is bad. the potential buy here. But Yeah, that's who I was more interested in. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, good pick up though, Ryan. I mean, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Right. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about me. The mind, the mind meld, eh? Um, okay, back to Instagram. Uh, I mean, Facebook. Um, from Matt Pickering. Best cheapie under 300k. Um, Katoa and Smith Shields. Is it Nicarima. Silly? Nicarima? I think yeah. it's Nicarima. Yeah, I think Bonk. so. Yeah. Yep. Like Another one for you, Ryan. Who wins in a fight from Dale? Uh, who wins in a fight mm. between Alex Twal and Jason Tomalolo? Ooh, okay. So your reigning champion, Alex Twal. Um... <laughs> Yeah, look, I'm leaning. I'm leaning Big Jace here just because you know he, he went to Kerwin High, grew up in the mean streets of Townsville. You don't live in Townsville without getting into one scrap at the Mad Cow. So I, I feel like Big Jace can hold his own here. Um, and, and like you know, I'm from. I went to Kerwin High as well. Like I, I know you, you go to Kerwin High, you're going to get in a few fights. So I, I reckon Big Jace has got some experience here. I reckon he knows how to uh, you know duck and weave, throw a hook. We've seen his speed as well. Yeah, no, Big Jace. Big Jace with a knockout win. He's such a gentle giant, Big Jace, but I feel like you wouldn't want to cross him, eh? Nah. Um, all right, <laughs> back, to, back to fantasy. <laughs> um, Mark, Cardi Party to Bird, Jay Braley, or anyone else under 620K? Uh, Braley. Yep. Yep. Uh, Ryan from Mark. Oh, I should get Mark. I should give you the Mark question. Um, who oh, the yeah. hell I, I get every question from a guy named Mark, mate. Come you do. On. Yeah, you do. Uh, who the hell do I get rid of Smith Shields for? Don't have much money to put towards the trade. Cody uh, Nikarima. I think it has to be Nikarima and unless or or like Cam Pereira, right? But depends how much money yeah. you have. Um, yeah. Unless you want to get Isaiah Katoa because you didn't get him last week. I'm He's probably safer. If, yeah. I'm wondering if this has been superseded, um, who to trade Cardi Party out for. Um, I'm guessing it was. Um, so I think we move on, potentially. Um, next question from Jared. Is Lindsay Smith a buy? And how long is Fisher Harris out for? Uh, I was actually listening to the Magic Sponge podcast the other day. Um, by the other day, I mean this morning. <laughs> Uh, feels like it was three months ago. The current um, day. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about James Fisher-Harris and his ability to play through injuries that other players don't normally play through. Um, so he was very dubious about the amount of time that James Fisher-Harris would be out for. So I would suggest that it's not a good long-term solution to be trying to hunt Lindsay Smith. But mind you, obviously, we've seen that, uh, you know, we've got um, Eisenhut there. So... I just probably avoid that. I think there's other options to go to. Yeah, I think so. Um, question from Kai. Money is not an issue, lucky for some. Um, who should I bring in to see me through the buys? Already have Robson, Hopgood, SJ and Miller. Thinking Tarpane, Matto or Frizzell. Yeah, they're all good options. They are. Who's your top, top though, out of those three? Madison, Tarpane, Frizzell? 
I think at the price, I think Frizzell's probably my favorite. Mm. Like Brian? output to yeah. cost. Yeah, well, like output to cost, like based on say like Tarpany right now, he's averaging fifty five. Like I don't think Frizzell's like more than a point or two behind that. Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely Frizzell over Tarpany. Um, and who was the third player? Madison. Meadow, yeah. Um, I mean, Meadow is probably the the expensive option that's you know, like more likely to average sixty in, in the short term. But yeah, I think just for the price, I think I'd go Frizzell. Um, question from Lucas: Trade Ryan Sutton with 116k. Who should he trade? Is he too late for Hosking? What is Sutton these days? Is that to me or to Ryan? That's to Mark. Sutton's 520k. Yeah. Sorry, I I actually said Sutton and how much, and then realised I was hundred. Sorry, 160. So like, uh, so like six eighty, yeah. Well, we, we you know that's the Frizzell, the Frizzell uh, price bracket. Dylan Brown is an interesting option. Jaden Braley, you know, someone in that. De- you know, depending on what position you need. Yeah. Is is Hosking still a buy? We think yes. Uh, I I would have rather you got him last week, um, but. Depends if you believe he's going to hang on to the spot. It'd suck if you just got him for a week. At least, like, you know, Garner sounded like he was going to be two weeks and that the margin for error was a fair bit bigger um, than yeah. it is this week, as Ryan points out. Um, I'd be more inclined to just spend the extra couple of bucks and grab Frizzell and, and get somebody that you know is not going to get dropped. Yep. Yep. I've got, we've got a question from Osto here, and turn Austin, um, for Ryan, but I'll ask you as well, Mark, because it's a good question. Is it worth getting value guns over the elite options, even if you're sacrificing five to ten points, but being able to pick up more undervalued guns in the future, i.e. Frizzell versus Madison? Uh, To an extent. um, You can't do that for the entire season, though, because you're just going to cost yourself points in in the long run, and ultimately you want to be earning enough cash so you can afford those big, you know, top top brand-name guys. Um, Obviously, when you can, you, you want to jump onto a, a, a fallen gun. Like, say, you, I've gotten Jaden Braley. I started with Frizzell. Um, recommend Frizzell as a buy still. Uh, but that said, like, you can't you can't get all of them. Like, for example, like Hudson Young, I'm probably going to miss just because I've, I've got, like, my 600 guy, 600K guys already. Um, like you do need to spend your money somewhere. Like there's a reason why we jump on cashies and generate this money. And it's great to get a few discount options in there that allows you to um, spend up because ultimately you want to buy those discount options. So you've got more money uh, to spend on some elite guys like a Madison. So it's, it's a balancing act. Um, you, you don't want to too much of either. I don't think. Yeah. It's a, it's a jigsaw puzzle for sure. Mark, did you have any, any other thoughts on that? Um, as a person who is a serial buyer of underpriced guns, that typically misses the really elite players. I can tell you that that is a bad strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost one of those ones where you end up because you you do so much planning to try and get round thirteen guys that you end up getting like Josh Jacksons and things and yeah, missing out. Hey, on don't ma- don't you talk shit about Josh Jackson? I love all Josh his no negative Josh Jackson talk. But in but all seriousness, <laughs> like you do want to get your elite guns where possible. But right now. 
your aim of the game is make as much money as possible so you can afford the elite players later. My mistake that I make is I lock in substandard guns early at the hope of shutting down a roster spot and not having to make any more trades on that roster spot. But what I do end up doing is sacrificing cash making to lock in a gun. And so that's where I end up missing the tail and maze of the world uh, where this year I'm aggressively targeting anything that even looks like making money, i.e. Hosking, Cam Pereira, you know, these sorts of Jackson forward, these sorts of moves to try to, to make as much money as I can so that I can afford those elite players later. So the short answer to the question is just focus on making money for now. Yeah. No, I think that's worth going through because there's a lot of different um, gameplay strategies at this point in the season. Um, I think cash generation is absolutely key. So cheers, lads. Um, Question from Dom, Ryan. Is it worth going Elisa Katoa to SJ? I've had this so much. I'm going to say no. no, Yeah, Um, no. And then... I have Hosking, Colo, guessing Colo Matangi. Colo Matangi. Um, Preston, Ford, Hopgood for edge cover, whilst I'm currently running Cleary and I Katoa as my halves with only Tricky as cover. Oof. Yeah. Oof. He does need a half then. Yeah. Uh, but at that point, is, though, do you just go Trindle down to Nicarima? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, at, at that point, like, if as well, like, I, I'd rather go for, like, a Matt Burton or even an Adam Dewey over Sean mm. Johnson now. Like, they're 100 to 150K less now. Um, but, yeah, in terms of one-week cover or a couple of weeks cover, I think Cody Nicarima is a solid option. I think, you know, he should give you 30s to 45s, which is better than what Katoa's going to give you. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't sleep on Dylan Brown either, by the way, guys. Yeah, Dylan Brown's having an uncharacteristically poor season, and I think he he's hasn't scored a try out. yet. And his little yeah. mate, uh, Sean Lane, Lane, I should say, oh. big mate, Sean Lane. He is his back. little mate, though. Uh, but That's true. The, That's the really important thing. Point. The important thing to keep in mind with Dylan Brown is, you know, he had a couple of games even at centre last year as well, um, where obviously that's not going to happen again. Um, but, you know, he is an attacking player and he works off combinations and tackle busts and run meters and defense and playing next to Cardi. Cardi was stealing all of that, uh, where I think Lean's going to create some opportunities. So I think there's some some big scores coming for Dylan Brown at some point. Uh, he's got a 50 break even, so not urgent, but he's one I'm going to be actively targeting over the buy rounds. Uh, spoiler alert for the uh, article that I wrote. Moses is also a good option, but yeah. more expensive. Um, Way more expensive. Just a question for the group. How long does Ricky stay at the Raiders? Or how long 15 does Ricky more last? years. Yeah, he's not going anywhere, <laughs> right? Yeah. There is um, absolutely nothing. They could win the spoon three years in a row, and Paul Kent would get on NRL 360 and tell everybody it was the CEO's fault or Joe Tarpanay's fault or um, Jack Whiten's fault for leaving to go to the Dolphins. Jamin uh, Salmon's you know, fault, I think. It's got, yeah, Jamin Salmon's fault. It'll be anybody's fault but Ricky Stewart's if the Raiders suck. Well, sorry, when the Raiders suck or, in this case, because they suck. It's it's anyone's fault but Ricky's, except once they start doing good, if they start doing good, it'll be something that Ricky did. Here's a question. Whose job is safer, Sticky or Luke Brooks? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh God. Immovable force versus unstoppable object right there. <laughs> 
Um, oh my god, that yeah, that it is. It, it's an immovable force and an unstoppable <laughs> object. Um, or Neither of like them that. are ever leaving, right? No, nah, yeah. Luke Brooks, mate. Luke Brooks just needs the forwards to get forward, and he can play to his potential. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Ricky's I mean, he's gonna players are just—they're so. just not turning up. And you know, he's doing a great job coaching them, and and it's it's their fault. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, question for Ryan: Best center under five two six k. Is it Limuelu, Lomax, Sueli, or Cobo? Uh, I like Lemuelu. I've always, basically ever since I started playing fantasy in 2016 when I had Chris Lawrence in the centres, uh, I've just Ooh. always enjoyed having that uh, reliable, yeah, that reliable yeah. edge scoring. Uh, obviously, you probably don't have the same ceiling as a, you know, one of these outside backs who could be anywhere from 10 to 80 in a given week, given, um, you know, the, whether the attacking stats come or not. I, I just much prefer the reliability of the, you know, you rock up, you get your 45, you occasionally get a try that'll push you up to 70. Um, yeah, so I, I like Lemuelu, but if you want to shoot for some upside, then, I mean, Cobos probably not a bad one in terms of an upside play, but he's probably going to play Origin, isn't he? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think he will. Um, got another centre question, Ryan. I'll hit you with this one as well. Um, needs centre have Stags, Alamoti, and Talau. Thinking of trading out Stags and the party to Paulo and Cobo, or Paulo or Cobo and Lemuelu from the Dolphins, and then a humble brag rank, rank is one nine four. Cheers, mate. Yeah, well, okay. Um, yeah, don't give him any advice, mate. One nine four. That's too good. Yeah, yeah he's he's no, good. Too good. Um, yeah. Would you trade Stags? No, and I don't know why he's chasing another centre when he's got Alamotti there. I think Stags Alamotti. Oh, Talal's hurt, right? I'm, I don't think I'm going to have any center cover after trading Smith Shields. Do you need yeah, it? Don't worry about it. Seems overrated to it. me. No. no, just save a trade every week. Like, don't spend both your trades. And yeah, just just roll those two out until it doesn't work anymore. And, and then be, you can save. You don't have to trade um, Cardi either now. Beginning beginning next week as well, we get three trades a week. So yeah, happy days. There's a lot of people wanting to trade Stags to Limuelu. Um Why? Would you do that? I wouldn't. Um, Not now. Like, I would buy Lemuelu instead of buying Stags, but is it worth a whole trade? No, I don't think so. Uh, Marnie to Braley, have we have we discussed this in depth? I did Mark. that in my head-to-head team this week. Yeah. I think no, I Only because I wanted to buy a different player and I needed the money. See what I did, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Play on. But the short answer is they'll probably average about the same and Braley's 100K cheaper. Um, so the the trade that it let me do was, oh, it's only Cardi to Burton. I can probably reverse that. But I sort of wanted a – I don't need to do that now. Ah, boys, I don't know. <laughs> no, okay. Well, I don't need to do that now, so I'm going to reverse that and start again on my head-to-head team. But um, oh, I don't. I don't hate it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ryan, what's Couchman's security like? The leisure boy. <laughs> 
recliner man. Recliner. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, his security seems decent. Like he's you know, kept a spot on the side, um, but can he make money with that spot? Like twenty-five in forty-one last week. Uh, oh dear. Uh, yeah, I. Hmm. I mean, I think his security is good. I just don't think he's going to make much money. Yep. Um, this is more of more of a statement than a question, but I'll read it out anyway. Um, boys have the debate. It's the trombone man here. Tapane, I heard you on Sunday. I'm going to keep him. But Raiders are terrible. Sticky is terrible. Tapane actually looks gassed during a game. Plus, they are up against the Bronco machine this weekend. I see danger, Mark, Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's good. See the danger and do like when Luke Skywalker, you know, like in Star Wars where he gets the, like, blast helmet and they've, like, spray-painted the visor so he can't see anything and they've got that little circle, like, droid thing that's, like, shooting at him and he gets hit with the laser a couple of times and he's like, ow, but then he keeps practicing. That's what you need to do with Tarpany. People love traded keepers. Like everyone wanted to trade yeah. Cam Murray last week. Oh mate, Harry Grant to Nico Hines. How, like oh. you know, and I was no, and I had a uh, you know, I, I put my foot down on that, and look how that all worked out. Just, just, just calm even if down. it didn't work out, just, even if it was like, yeah, um, Grant got forty and bad result. Hines yeah. got eighty. You know, it, it's just it just didn't make any sense. And yeah, I hope you didn't do that. Whoever that was. Yeah, I'm um, sure they wouldn't have because I was so – I feel like I was so impassioned about it that they wouldn't have done it. But the point is just don't, you know, don't make moves for one week. You know, that's not that's not how you do this. You know, there's, there's tactical risks that you take, but, you know, trading out a guy who's averaging 55, even though he's only played over 50 minutes once this season, is not a good strong plan because at some point they're going to have an injury – to an 80-minute edge forward or a center or something like that, and he's going to have to play like 60 minutes because they're not going to have any other options, and then he's going to get like 90 and you're going to be crying. So just don't do it. Don't do it. Um, This is Matt. He's got another question. Um, (laughs) He's got three questions actually, but uh, this is what I want to trade for this week. Ryan, you were right about Marnie. Caution. He's fool's gold. I've saved up cash this week to go straight to Robson but I have the only one hooker problem. So the Cardi party is over for me. I can get Jaden Braley or do I go back to get the cheese? Your intern said the cheese is now wheels up. I wonder which intern that is. Not me. Anyway, getting the cheese. Uh, allowed- that could have been me. I wrote wheels <laughs> up on the stock market article. <laughs> oh, Mark, intern Mark. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Let's stick with it. <laughs> Getting the cheese allows me to have 120k. Braley is a safe trade, but I'll have no money. Mark says live dangerously. Sorry to be <laughs> long-winded to make the podcast too long. <laughs> Just getting my point I across. I, I don't feel like I say live dangerously. Is that something I've ever said? <laughs> no, I think you said chase upside. I think he's um, misconstrued. Yeah, that's, that's not the same thing. No. Um, pretty close. Braley... I think I also said play with a straight bat. You did. You did. So but I then think occasionally it, slash through the covers. <laughs> Maybe I'm sending out mixed messages. Yeah. I mean, if you slash through the covers, sometimes it just goes, you know, over yeah. the slips, the third man, right? You might. Yeah. 
Kick Either that or um, you end up doing the David Warner and getting caught ooh. out like nine nine out of ten times, and then the other time you get 200 and keep your spot for three years. Yeah. It's a bit like Henry Nichols for the Black Caps, eh? Anyway, we digress. Um, <laughs> Braley or the cheese? Yeah, I was making the Definitely. podcast long. <laughs> <laughs> I like cheese. I like it. Over Braley, though? Uh, Cheddar or mozzarella? <laughs> yeah. Gouda? You gotta pay your cheese tax. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I think, I think he might be back, but um, you know, thirty-six break even. Braley's fine. Um, you know, he's vanilla ice cream. I like, I like Braley. I was going to buy him this week, and like, but he's just so like, he's just vanilla ice cream. Cheese is like, you know, he's some like weird flavor that you get in some cheese like, is cheese ice cream. Yeah, like a marzipan, like a blue something. cheese. <laughs> yeah, it could work. Yeah. Cheesecake. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a dessert. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. Just what, what would you do? Okay, so cheese is what a hundred and something. One twenty. What can you do with one hundred and forty, one hundred thirty-five grand? Yeah, you know, is that you can, what's that fifteen points worth? I mean, you can you can buy some uh, Coddy's Ice Magic to put on your vanilla ice cream. <laughs> oh well. You know, you can't. No, you won't have any money left. Oh, damn. So, yeah, I'm just saying. Is Cheese a keeper, though? He might be. No. I don't think he is. I'm only a naysayer. He's not. He's a a mid-range cash. He's high 40s, isn't he? Yeah. Like, I think you're going to be disappointed. Doesn't Jaden Braley fall into the category of substandard keepers that you don't want to lock in the centre spot into a final spot, though? Sure, sure, but like if you can ride him up to seven hundred k, it makes it a lot easier to grab, like say, a Harry Grant once Origins over. But cheese will be seven hundred k by the time you sell him. <laughs> will he? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I don't know. Maybe just live dangerously. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Um, I right, got a solution. I got a solution for you, bro. Flip a coin. Flip a coin and do flip whatever the opposite flip a, um, is. Of what, yeah, flip a coin beer. and then if, if you're upset after you flip the coin and see the result, go with go with your feeling. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. The, the flipping the coin is the, you know, the thing you need, isn't it? Yeah. To actually, it doesn't matter what the result is. Um, Ryan, would you upgrade Kerrigan to Haas or look at upgrading Burton to Johnson? Uh, neither. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think I'd do yeah. either. I think I'd move um, on. Yeah. Agree. Um, I raged the cheese out to Marnie a few weeks ago. Am I stupid now if I do the reverse? <laughs> <laughs> stupid S T O O P I D, which is why I said it that stupid way. Stupid like a fox. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think. Uh, I'd like to wait a week on on cheese, but I know Mark's wheels up apparently. So uh, yeah. if that's the case, I think I, I said live dangerously, Ryan. Yeah, because I'm only an intern though, so what do I know? <laughs> yeah, intern Mark. I'm, co- I'm coming last out of the three of us in bloody 450 overall. So what do I know? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. And all of our listeners have been uh, quick to point out their overall rank, and they're all out of you as well. So yeah, they all are, mate, because the thousands of them are all in, all in our overall league and beating me. Yeah, it seems like there's a thousand people in the top five hundred in our group, eh? <laughs> it's a, 
how are we ranked so low? Um, is Sutton a hold with the current Bulldogs injuries, Mark? He should be, but I don't know if he is. Is that his helpful? P- I would be. His PPM has been really down the last couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm safe to sell him, I think. I think it's safe to sell him. Yeah. With Max King playing too, yeah. I think you can do better. Um, Hopgood and Harley Smith-Shields to Hosking and Jaden Campbell. Ryan. Hey, just quietly before we do that, mm-hmm. turn your vibrate off on your Instagram messages, whoever's doing that. Oh, bloody hell. Is it you, what? Ryan? <laughs> Well, yeah, welcome DMs. to the show. Welcome to the show, RVJ, who's taken this opportunity to send us a hundred DMs on Instagram and <laughs> on every single one. Welcome to the show. I definitely don't have notifications on Instagram. You should yeah. turn those off. No, because mine's on silent, and I'm see I'm hearing the vibrate through the microphone every time RVJ sends us a message. Yeah. <laughs> Great content. Oh dear. Play so on. What was the question? Continue on, Jaden Campbell. Good and. Smith Shields to Hosking and Jaden Campbell. No, no way. No. no. Um, I really, I really love Jaden Campbell, and uh, he would make a fantastic buy if he was going to get more than two or three weeks. But we just can't guarantee that with Brimson back about round eight. So, yeah. Mm. No. Can we modify that slightly? Mm-hmm. If we were to do it, like if you could have found Charns instead, would you do something like that? Um. No, I don't think I would. No, me either. I'll just put it out for the people. What about Kyle Felt? <laughs> no, not right now. Not with oh. his break even still in still high. Right. Would you rather have one more um, week before the try story starts? Sean Russell or Kyle Felt? Kyle Felt. Yeah, I think Felty. Okay. Uh, this is a question from a good friend of mine, which is a, a good lesson in not uh, making hot takes in the off season. Uh, will Irregular Rob own up to his claim that, quote, the Wars will be two and nine and we needed to give Webby a year to clear out the Deadwood, brackets, Sean Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> which is a direct quote from a group chat that he brings up on the regular. Um, and I front, <laughs> I front footed this by saying Webster's been great and Sean's been great and I take it all back. I love you, Sean. Mm-hmm. I love you, Webby. To, um, to whoever the friend is that did that, can you please... Uh, was it in a message or was was it on the earlier podcast? Um, no, it's in a message. He sends it to me on the regular. Oh. I can send it to you. Yeah. It's, um, can you, it's can you send it to us <laughs> so that we can put it out for all the Waz fans to see Rob's shame? This particular bloke doesn't own SJ, though, and I owned him. I've owned him for two weeks now. So anyway, um, question for Ryan. Um, besides deleting the app, mm-hmm. oh, no. <laughs> If you sold Cleary and Murray in the heat oh. of the moment. Oh, no. No. Oh, I feel like bloody Matthew McConaughey and Interstellar when he's like banging on the window. Like, no. Oh, that's so hard to, that's hard to <laughs> listen Looking to. Looking back hey. at your past selfie and you're banging on the window. Oof. Like, no. Oof. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Yeah, that's like the equivalent of saying that there's no material difference between Toby Sexton and Daily Cleary. <laughs> it's up there. It's up there with the worst things I've ever heard. Do you think Cleary and Murray will average, like, they'll be, like, top five averages? Oh, both of them, yeah. You know, yeah. like, 
It's not even. It's not even that they're keepers. It's that they are like elite, elite keepers, absolute like top premium, of their position. top five elite assets. Yeah, like yeah. sixty-five plus average, both of them. Is, so, what was the question? Um, <laughs> is there more? Oh, okay. No, I think what he's done is um, what would be the best option now. They still hold most of this year's cashies. He's distancing himself from this because he said okay. this is a non-listener's side. I'm trying to help fix. Sure, it is, mate. Yeah. Um, they still hold most of this year's cashies and have 600k in the bank. The guns left standing are Robson, Tapane, Teddy, Reynolds, Wilton, and Carrigan. I don't really understand what he's asking. So I guess he hasn't got Clary and Murray, but he's got those other five, six guys. Okay. Hmm. But why did he sell Clary and Murray to just put all the money in the bank? I just don't really understand. No. I really know how to help. Yeah. I mean, in short, I don't think you can. I don't think it's worth buying Murray back now. With, mm. um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe to direct him to the DMs, or or maybe maybe in this, like, I'm not one for deleting an app. No, it's it's not. You know, it's not a piece of advice that I normally give. It's not our shtick. But if I was ever going to recommend to somebody to just try again next year, that would be. <laughs> This would be close. Yeah. So. I think you'd probably get Heinz though, right? Do you? Not this week. Oh, I mean next week, like like round seven. <laughs> Murray against a non-existent Bulldogs forward pack. <laughs> oh, mm. no. <laughs> this is hard. It's hard, oh, eh? No. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's up there. Yeah. So, yeah, no. Yeah. Don't we'll know. That one. Maybe maybe just let them sort their own problems out and just uh, just distance yourself from the problem yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is another good one, lads. Am I crazy for thinking of doing the same trades I did in round one, but for revert in the reverse round one? I went Smith to Cartwright and AKP to Cheekam, thinking the reverse this round. <laughs> That's so funny, eh? That's some symmetry right there, circle. full circle. Yeah. I don't hate it. But also, yeah, did you make some money? Yeah, well, Chikam made um, 200k, right? Yeah, yeah. and Cardi's 250. Yeah, 200. Yeah, that's like, good. That's great. Good moves. Was one of the best well like cashies, eh? Like, well done if you yeah. got on him and after round one, it's great. Um, but you don't need to sell cart, right? But you can if you want to get cheese. That's fine. Yeah. Um, you can wait a week on that one. Yeah, it's worth it for the for the bit and for the question. I appreciate it. Um, looking at Hosking or a gun wing fullback, is it worth trading any of Carti, Katoa, Liero, or Hopgood to do so? Ryan? Uh, for a gun wing fullback, I mean, the problem is, like, who's the gun wing fullback? Like, there, there really Imagine isn't, there isn't one. It's Lachlan yeah. Miller and Jacob Karaz. In Marju. Yeah. So I, We're I not guess putting the answer Marju is... in that basket. Stop trying to make Marju a thing. <laughs> it's just so funny to me that those three are the top wing fullbacks this year. Like it just yeah. show, goes to show how ridiculous that position is, and no one could have guessed those three. Yeah, like you're better off just running like a you know Tyrell Sloan, Lockie Miller, and whoever else in, in your Hammer. wing fullback. Yeah, Hammer or whatever, rather than spending up. Um, 
Yeah, wait yeah, for Teddy I, to drop. Wait for money to drop. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I had to trade someone out of that, it's probably either Cardi or Liero, but I think you're right to just hold on to them too. Yeah. Um, is either Hopgood or Cartwright a sell? I can trade Hopgood to Meto or Hosking. Uh, I mean, they're on the border of like, no, they're not sells, but like if you've got money to make an obvious move, I'm, I'm fine with it too. Um, uh, I mean, Hopgood to Matto is probably a 10-point upgrade potentially. Um, I don't think I'd get – I don't think I'd do Hopgood to Hosking. I'd, I'd definitely consider Madison. Yep. Um, thoughts on Cardi to Cheese and Harley Smith Shields to Chance? Mark? I think if you need to free up the cash, I I think I like that. Mm. I think I do. Nice to turn Smith Shields to chance. Um, yeah. And then he's also said Cheekam can wait a week to see if he gets his spot back and will leave me with 50K to sort out hot good next week if need be. Yep. Um, and then from MLS, I guess this is for everyone, but who are the top five guys on your watch list? <sighs> I do an article about that. Yep, you do. Let me let me have a look. I can't remember. <laughs> what do you think, Ryan? Who's the top five guys on your watch, watch list? Um, Are you watching like Teddy? Yeah, I got to slap Teddy up up uh, up near the top there. Um, watching cheese. My personal watch list would have to be for overall points. Uh, Scott Drinkwater. Uh. Cheese, Joey Manu, um, Tanita Satola, maybe, and um, Fisher Harris is kind of interesting post round thirteen as well. He's a does a job for me. Slap Kyle Felt on that watch list for me as well. <laughs> the yeah. tea, got to the tea sticks. Do you think that's um, just having that season like um, Blake Ferguson had where he just couldn't score a try? Mm. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys' attack just hasn't been as good this year. They're just not scoring as many points. Um, so mm. hopefully they can sort it out once they start to get some healthy pieces back. Scott Drinkwater back. Mm. Hopefully that helps. And yeah, Scott Drinkwater will definitely help. Dylan Brown mm. have to be pretty close to the top of my watch list, actually, if I'm being honest. Yep. Yep. Okay, uh, we've just got Instagram. What about yours, Rob? To go. Um, uh, uh, definitely drink water. Um, I am looking at Dylan Brown as well. Um, it's really just round 13, guys, I think, that I'm hoping lose money. Um, I was hoping Manu would lose more money. I was hoping he, hoping it would be like Sueli or something at fullback. But, um, yeah, what can we do? Yeah. No, Manu's, I think Manu's going to be better long-term. We're going to get a bit of a look at it. But, um, yeah. Do you want me to do the Instagram ones? Are you tired of asking questions? Um, no, I'm happy to keep going. I don't think there's that many. Yeah. Oh, there's actually <laughs> okay. more than I thought. <laughs> no, you have, a, you have a go. I need a, I need a right. rest. I just had it on top comments. <laughs> there's a thousand of them. Um, all right. So Dudson, he just wants to know, do I continue riding the Stags train? He looks good. Two tries and 28 points is not good science. Uh, Rob? I'd keep Stags. Do you think Stags can play Origin? 
Probably not, eh? No. Zero percent no. chance. Then yeah, I think I'd keep him. I think they've got a good schedule for the buys. Yep. Uh Ryan, uh would you buy buy Sean Bloor this week? No, no, I don't think you can. I know he had a really good game last week, but uh, just off the bench, wasn't even in the 17 till just before kickoff. Um, you just can't trust it. Uh, I mean, yeah, you, you just don't know what his role is going to be, do you? I, 58 minutes in an absolute flogging. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd lean no. Yeah, it no, could, could be wrong though. Like that could be the wrong call, but I'd lean no. It's really hard to own Tigers this year. I think is that a key piece of this puzzle. You can do it if you want, but it's going to be a stressful yeah. ride. Post round sixteen, so best time to own the Tigers anyway, because all their buys are done. Yep. Rob, uh, we're probably going to get this question a ton, but best cash down, cash out option for Harley Smith Shields. We're in agreement that it's uh, Nicarima. Yep. Yep. I'll give you a bonus one. What's your uh, thoughts on Leo Thompson's job security long-term and would you trade Cartwright to Leo Thompson? I don't think I get Leo Thompson now. Um, If you have him already, it's great areas. But what's he cost now, Leo? He's in the 500s, isn't he? Yeah. Um, His security seems good Um, as a bench middle. Who have they got coming back? Because Kurt Mann's back this week already, isn't he? Just Jacob Saifini. And, and, um, and Billy. Billy. yeah, is he going to come back? Um, yeah. yes, I think okay. no. Is the uh, I think security probably good slash fine, but uh, probably wouldn't buy him. Yeah, it's too late. I think. Yeah, yeah, you can get Smith cheaper than Leah Thompson. Yeah. Mm. Um. Uh, Ryan Callum wants to know what, what should he do with Smith Shields and Bostock shouldn't have got him last week crying sad face no don't worry mate I'm there with you um, uh, Smith Shields I'm going to trade and Bostock just uses a looper I think pretty handy wing fullback at least um, hopefully gets a run at some point if Hammer's in the origin side yep um, I don't think he's going to be in the origin side personally but that's you know he, he definitely could be um, George Swan with lots of ends. How right. many ends? He wants it. Yeah, lots. Like at least <laughs> seven ends. Um, do you trade Hopgood and Marnie to Jaden Braley and Nathan Cleary, leaving one K in the bank? Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I think. So, so, who was he trading in? Sorry, Cleary and Hopgood and Marnie out. Braley and Nathan Cleary in. With one K in the bank left. Oh, I, I kind of like it, eh? Yeah, if if you're head to head focused, that's I think yeah. that's really good. Yeah, I like it too. Because mm. that's probably 120 points versus 100. Yeah, you know, 95. 105. Yep. Yeah, you've got a captain, and yep. Yeah, I like it. Yep. Uh, Hopefully, you didn't sell Cleary, and then now you're buying him back, but. Yeah, I think even if you did, that sort even of if you really are, matter, just do we it. We hope that you, we hope that you didn't. Yeah, Ryan, mm-hmm. Captain Jack Sparrow's counterpart, Will Turner. He's back for his weekly question. Um, <laughs> he's jumping off some Doug Cashies, um, Harley Smith Shields, and Ray Stone out. Um, he's got. Seems like he's got cash. Um, 
thinking of going Nicarima and Brandon Smith, or would it be worth saving the money and instead of Brandon Smith going for a Hame Sally or Lindsay Smith type? Uh, no, I think I'm okay with uh, Brandon Smith. Uh, I, it's just a little bit more of a known commodity. Uh, like yeah. Sally could be good. We just don't know. You, you're not, you're not, you can never really be sure how many minutes he's going to get, especially once um, Jairo slots back into this team at some point in the coming weeks as well. So, yeah, I, I'm fine with the uh, Nicarima and cheese, cheese tax. Yeah, no, I really like that. Rob, the good news for you, mate, is you only need one, one word to answer this next question. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on trading out Reed Marnie and Harley Smith Shields and getting Jaden Braley and Tyson Frizzell? Oh, I love that so much. Yes. You said one word, mate. Yeah, no, I got excited. <laughs> yes is the answer. Yes. Ryan, yeah. Cardi and Harley Smith Shields to Lindsay Smith and Alofiana Khan Pereira. Uh, no. No. Um I don't think so anyway. Like just like Matt Eisenhuth is a minutes hog. I know Lindsay Smith was really good last week, but uh, what, what can you realistically expect from him moving forward is is the question. Um, and Cam Pereira, personally I'm opting for Nicarima over Cam Pereira just because it's a little bit more of a steady as she goes versus Cam Pereira is a bit more of a try roulette dice roll. Like he, if he mm. scores 60 this week, you're absolutely laughing. But, you know, if he pops out another trialist 15, um, he's going to go up about, what, 20K, 30K, and his break-even is going to be in the mud again. So um, I, I think I'd probably go Cam Pereira if you're happy with that and then Nick Arima instead of Lindsay Smith. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any disagreement with that? Like- I'd probably just hang on to Cardi and just go Smith Shields to Nick Arima and and hang on to the other trade. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to do this week. Um, so Rob with you, um, is the Cardi party over yet? I think we've discussed that, but he's looking at bringing in Jackson Ford. Ooh. See, I think I probably would do that trade. Yeah, I agree. Yep. He said, uh, also thinking pie. I don't know who pie is to pie stags this week. Um, I think maybe he's suggesting he's going to get rid of stags maybe. Um, but he's got money in the bank. Um, I think just hang on to Stags and, and Cardi to Ford, I think, is fine and, and put some more money in the bank. Yep. 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 Uh, Ryan, the kid, says he traded in Reynolds in round four instead of Sean Johnson. Uh, oh he my. is now regretting his decision. That's Would you standard. trade Adam Reynolds to Sean Johnson now and burn a trade? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Um, uh, like, I know SJ has been absolutely firing recently, but, like, just looking at him as a near 800k half who's been in red-hot form, it sort of just feels like repeating the same thing, like grabbing a, a half who was 600, oh, 750k after three really good performances. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd just take on to Reynolds because he's, like we saw in the first three rounds, he's more than capable of putting up similar scores. Yeah, trades are very critical too, not to uh, not to waste them. Uh, Connor McGraw, I'll get you thoughts on Jaden Campbell. He's a great scorer, lots of potential, but short-term job security is not something we want to be jumping on. Uh, Rich and Sash, uh, Rob, I'll give this one to you. What is your expectation for Cheese moving forward? 
Um, I think he's going to be like between 45 and 49 and not a keeper, but a fine kind of buy round mm. cover and cover as jewel. So it's very handy, but I don't think he's going to be a keeper, but I think he'll be a good, a good person to get onto if, if, if hit this, these stats are um, repeatable that we saw yeah. last week. Are we just forgetting about the rib cartilage thing again though? I think well. we are. Uh, well, eventually he's going to heal up, doesn't he? Eventually yeah. he's, he's going to heal up. Yep. Um, so I think the physio said it normally takes, what, about four weeks or so? So it's mm. probably it's yep. been about four weeks now. Yeah. No, I'm just, just asking the question. I, I agree with Rob. Forty, like High 40s, maybe mid to high 40s, potentially extremely low 50s. Uh, I think at the price is a great buy, but you can wait more, one more week and have a look. Uh, Jeff, he's asking another question about Lindsay Smith. No interest there. Trading Cardi to him. Just hang on to that trade for a little bit. Um, would you trade Ryan? Would you trade Wade Egan to Jaden Braley? Um, I mean, what did Egan do again last week? I know he scored again. He loves a try, doesn't he? He didn't. Um, he didn't score that many points, though. Yeah, yeah, forty-eight with a try. He hasn't had a game this year where he hasn't scored a try, which is remarkable. No. Yeah, Vossi kept <laughs> telling me that. Yeah, um, to be honest, I don't think I would make that trade. Like on paper, it, it's probably sideways. yeah. I think it's sideways. Yeah, I'll just hang on to Egan for now. He hasn't really done anything worth trading out. Yep, agree. Um, thoughts on Sellers or Cashy? I'll take Cashy. I'll take this one. I think we're you know a bit nervous about his uh, number of minutes. Probably look for one more week before you jump on. Ideally, um. Red Dog Shawnee, hey, uh, he's asking Cartwright and Smith Shields to Frizzell and a 230K player. Um, and who would that be? I don't know if there is any 230K players I'm, I would be interested in. Is there? Is Harrison Edwards or not? Is he 250? No, he's like 254. Okay. Um, but I don't know if I'd be doing that anyway. Um, no, I think so. So I guess the question becomes, would you get Cody Nicarima and then you got 215K to spend? I mean, Cody Nicarima and Hosking is an interesting option. Um, or is there anyone cheaper than Hosking that you'd recommend, Ryan? It's like cheese, uh, right? Yeah. I don't think so, to be honest. I mean, Jaden Braley, but I'm assuming he needs a forward. Maybe. Uh, Jack Bird? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, Bird. Jack Bird. Yeah, and I then move him into centers later. Yeah. Potentially. Uh, Rob, is trading Moses to Sean Johnson sideways? Yeah. Don't trade Moses. Moses is great for um, overall coverage. Um, and I think they'll probably average similar throughout the course of the year. Yep, me too. Uh, Ryan, uh, rate this list in terms of order of players to yeet. Reed Marnie, Bryce Cartwright, Jermaine Hopgood, Harley Smith-Shields. All right, number one. Oh, wait, no, we'll start at the bottom. Number four on the <laughs> yeetability list is Jermaine Hopgood. Number three is Bryce Cartwright. Number two, I forgot who number two. I know was it Reed Marnie. Marnie? You said yeah. Number two yeah. is Reed Marnie, and number one 
the big number one, the number one yeet, your yeet of the week, brought to you by Rob doesn't like Sean Johnson or the Warriors. It is Harley Smith. <laughs> yeah, that's the correct answer. Um, you can't do much with Harley Smith Shields. I know he's yep. a yeet, but like he's a yeah, just an he's not really a yeet because he's not losing yeah. any money. Yeah, maybe he's a good looper this week if you've got other other problems. Yeah. Um, what about Marnie to Robson, Hopgood to Hosking? Rob. Oh, I like the first one. You'd need the cash from the Hopgood to Hosking deal to do the Marnie to Robson you would. deal. I'm just thinking if there's a better option. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's – I think – I think I probably would think about that. Yeah. At least. Um, Robson's really handy. And if you think that um, Ghana's not making his way back in the team, then um, uh, Hosking is still a kind of cut price keeper, if you think that he is. So, yeah. Yeah. I, would pro- yeah, I, we, I think we've outlined the uh, the pros and cons on, on Hosking pretty extensively there. So yep. you got to put your big boy pants on there. Yep. Um, covered Jaden Campbell, co- covered Katani Staggs. Tim just says, thanks for the Sean Johnson rep- uh, recommendation. You are welcome. Uh, need a decent center option. Sick of having stinky Swiss Shields base in my team. 325K in the bank plus the 270. So call it 600K for a center. Um, but ideally wants to save some cash. Ryan, who are you recommending? Lemuelu, if you don't have him already. Yeah, lovely. Yep. Four seventy seven. Well, Lemuelu and Alamotti are a perfectly acceptable center pairing at the moment, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh getting rid of Dory and Smith Shields, which two uh would you take oh, he's got three bad options here. He says, which two would you take out of Lawton, Bloor, and Sele? Um uh, none. Um and uh, maybe get like... and yeah, best player available. Yeah, maybe. Let's workshop that in the DMs, maybe. Yeah, please. Uh, convince me that SJ and Haas aren't must-haves, otherwise, otherwise I'm going to have to delete the app. I've got some bad news for you, Rev. Uh, Cardi and Marnie to Lindsay Smith and Robson. We've covered that. Not really interested on Smith. If you want to do that to Nick Arima, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that, Ryan. Um, Cardi and Marnie both out to get Robson and Nick Arima. Um. <laughs> oh look uh, I mean it probably depends on the rest of your team like if you're like me where you've got Cartwright in 18 I, I, I don't mind it at all but if it's a case of you know one of these guys now has to, like Nick Arima or someone else in your emergencies now has to slot into your 17 I, I, I would pull the trigger on that yeah. I would just hang on uh, 500k in the bank Rob uh, picked up Peter I assume that's Pezzet after the Hughes injury should he just sought Pezzett direct for Sean Johnson or wait for Hines next round? Not your brother, Peter? No. No. <laughs> no, he, this guy's not Peter. No. I think he just typoed and meant Pezzett. Um, no. So he's got Jonah Pezzett. He wants to buy Sean Johnson maybe or wait for next week to get Nico Hines with his 500K in the bank. This must, this must be the guy that sold Cleary and uh, yeah. Murray. He's got oh, so maybe. much money in the bank. No, not yeah. really. But yeah, what do you reckon? Uh, is Sean a buy at seven six six? Like not like just, just objectively. Like you haven't got his last two scores. You're buying him. I, I would buy fifty eight or whatever. Burton. 
I'd buy Matt. Yeah, I, I wouldn't buy Sean Johnson at the current price. No, I don't yeah. think so. Like, yeah. we we all bought him in the six hundreds, right? Mm. And yes, we're laughing, but what he's fully he's max price now. He might go up to eight hundred. Like, great, but he, he's not. Are gonna you still get... doubting Sean Johnson, mate? <laughs> God damn it! He'll be, he's playing he'll Newcastle. He's got a break even of fifteen, mate. He's going to drop the hammer on you again this week. I think um, I think me me slagging him off is making him better. It's like a superpower, yeah. so I'm going to keep yeah. doing it. He grows, um, but yeah. no, I think I'd get I think I'd get Burden or yeah. who'd you say, Dewey? Dylan Brown. Dylan Brown or Dewey? Yeah. Anyone of those three at the price better than Sean Johnson at the price? He's got a buy next round, so. Perhaps mm. not that. Yeah, wait but, a week there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pat Carrigan getting reduced minutes due to some niggle. No. Uh, I don't know if that's the reason. I don't think uh, that's but, uh, is it a silly proposition to pivot from Carrigan to Zach Lomax to free up my, money for Hines? Yes. Uh, current silly. centers are Thompson, Alamotti, and Harley Shit Shields. <laughs> I think um, this was. Uh, a common discussion point on the talking league pod last week, the getting off Kerrigan to have money for Heinz for next week. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just don't think I would do it personally. Um, it seems ridiculous to me. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, I feel like you, you should have like, I feel like you got a path to Lemuelo a lot easier that doesn't involve selling a, a gun in Kerrigan. Yeah, yeah. Apart Let's from last week, looking like a like a pretty good keeper, you know. Yeah, um, like a f- kind of mid fifties average, and you you got to take that. Yeah, no, agree. Um, I got two. One, I got to come back to here. Um, Ryan, uh, fellow Ryan, wants to mm-hmm. know: uh, Should he trade Hopgood to Sean Johnson because he's been running peasant for three weeks and now he's been dropped? Oh no! Oh dear! Um, Surely you just trade Pezzet for Nicarima. Yeah, that seems like the the easier play, doesn't it? Um, and like if you're desperate to get an elite half, maybe trade Hopgood to Hines next week. Uh, mm. Yeah, no, I'd just do Pezzet to Nicarima. Um, yeah, I mean, just for I, a one week band aid. Yeah, because I mean, like Munster, like the Storm don't even play around thirteen, so you're not going to get has it then either no um all right uh jacob he's asked about hot selling hopgood we just think hang on to him for a week uh noah needs a center because his only green center dot is alamotti uh if he trades out harley smith shields and dory 120k in the bank he can get lemuelu and nicarima oh that seems like a winner yeah, yeah. Right. he's got a second part of the question, but it's nowhere near as good as the first bit. So yeah, just, just do the first bit. Yeah. Um, got enough dollars to eat Cardi to Heinz next week. Uh, should he just sit tight until then? Uh, humble brag. He got a thousand and sixty this week uh, by not selling Murray to Heinz. Cheers, Cobber. <laughs> I think You're this awesome. is a like a interesting question i don't think you should ever trade someone in that's not playing in that week just oh no he says cardi to heinz next week okay good (laughs) and just tight until then he knows what's up mate he didn't sell the man in the hills he didn't sell murray last week and uh he also supplementary just wants to know who we think would win a fight out of ricky stewart and craig bellamy 
Ooh. I reckon, uh, I reckon Bellamy. Yeah, Bellamy's got a lot of, like, rage in there. Um, does. And I don't, I've never seen Ricky Stewart fight anything bigger than a lawn chair. <laughs> does um does Belly have a water bottle? Oh, yeah. Like that's a, that's a He's always got a water a. bottle, mate. He's always got a water bottle. Secret weapon. Um, yeah. <laughs> is it too late to get on the Johnson train? Um, you know, we've sort of discussed this at length. We probably prefer some other players at cheaper values now that he's so expensive. Um, you know, see, you know, the four times we've had the discussion through the podcast. Um, Hobgood and Trindle to Isaiah Katoa and Murray, though. Is that something that you would do, Ryan? Hopgood and Trindle to Isaiah Katoa and Murray. Uh, I mean, on the surface, it's it seems like a good trade. I guess the only real sticking point is there is you might, if you're an overall coach, you're probably going to have to sell Murray again in round 13 is the issue. Mm-hmm. Um Major but issue. I mean, you are getting you it's are still getting a long a good, way away from now. That's like eight. It is, now. yeah. You're, and you're getting a good price on Murray, so I guess I'm okay with it. Yeah. Would you get yeah. Lakarima over Katoa? No. No, Katoa's got more long-term job security, I suppose. Yeah. Would Would you get Madison over Murray, knowing that Maddo is going to be there right through, you know, all the way? You don't have to trade him. Maybe. I think maybe. Yeah. Yes, is probably the short answer. Yeah. Chibis of the week, Nikarima, Katoa, we've covered. That's probably about it. Um, what Sean Russell? No. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I thought you said what Sean Russell. Watch. Yeah, watch for a week. Watch. Yes, on him. Yeah. Um, Nathan Flaherty wants to know, Hosking now must have. Uh, he's short going Cardi to Hosking, so he'd need to sell Torhu to get him. Uh, I think it's a hard no. Yeah, he's not a must-have. Yeah. Oh, he says, or just downgrade Cardi, use the cash to trade out Harley Smith-Shields. Seems like the obvious answer is just Smith-Shields to Nicarima and wait on Cardi for a week. Seems to be the the wisdom of the week. Favourite cash cows, we've covered that. Uh, What do we think of Trindle to Nicarima for a cash grab? Loving the pod. Yeah, love that, Richard. Great job. Bacon Lord, Ryan, he wants to know. Yes, Bacon Lord. Uh, he's got to leave two blokes out of this okay. list and he can't do a loop. Right. So he's got Hosking, Preston, Liero, Cartwright, Ford, and Tanner Boyd. He's got to leave two out. Oh, I... Jeez, mm, that's tough. Um, I think I'd leave out Liero. And? Probably has, he probably has the lowest ceiling of the lot. And, oh, God, I'd, I'd probably want to leave out I mean, my instinct is telling me Cartwright because he could yeah. be – you don't know what minutes he's going to play. The problem is he's playing the Tigers too. So, I mean, he could still score yeah. 60 and 60. <laughs> yeah, my instinct was Liera and Cartwright as well. Rob, did you have anything different? No, I have quite a similar pro- um, conundrum this week. Uh, I think yeah. I think I'll have Cartwright at 18. Yeah, and if Preston gets ruled out, then you just loop Liero and Cartwright. Yep. Perfect. Wheels up. Is Hosking still a buy? See earlier in the podcast. Who's more of a sell, Hopgood or Cardi? Probably neither. Um, but, you know, who's more of a sell out of those two? I think we think it's Cardi. Yeah, I think Cardi. Uh, we're buying Nicarima over Couchman, obviously. Uh, Tarpane and Cardi to Johnson and Braley. Um, not a fan of that. No. Um, yeah, it's Dog. 
Uh, he's currently running the gauntlet with Robson, and he knows Tarpany is gone, but it's the only way he can get Sean Johnson. No. 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 I think oh, if you can do Cardi to Burton in, a, in one trade, I don't mind that at all. Yeah. I'll do that. Uh, this just seems like classic, like, People just really love to chase chasing the points, points of yeah. what's yeah chasing points of what's been the recent hot thing. Yeah, you don't get the last two eighties, right? So mm. you're just buying a seven sixty six k half. Who's a gun? Who's the best half in the NRL? But <laughs> yeah, but expensive. Um, Matthew Dodson wants to know. Oh, he actually just he's got a rumor here. So he heard that Hopgood got drunk at the Cardi party and threw up. Oh, no. Um, oh. He threw up oh, on the bounces. Where was Kurt Mann to hold his hair back in the in the cubicle? <laughs> yeah, busy <laughs> buying property, Mrs. I think. <laughs> he, he he kissed Brad Arthur's missus, which is why he's uh why he's on the shit list now. Uh, oh. Can we confirm that? Um, no, all we've heard is the exact same rumors. Uh, but uh, yeah, word for word, almost. But no, he wants to know uh, Trindle and Harley Smith Shields to Jack Johns and Nicarima Ryan. Uh, sorry, well, Harley Smith Shields and Nick Arima locked that in. And what was the other one? Uh, Trindle to Jack Johns. Uh, oh, geez. Um, <laughs> I think I'd lean no. Uh, I think it's pretty likely because how long Saifidi got left on his suspension for starters? About three he's back, weeks. He's back round eight, so two weeks. Yeah, no. The answer's no to that. I, I think... I mean, who are the cheapies you'd recommend over him? Maybe Cam Pereira or Isaiah Katoa. Um, uh, am I missing any other cheapies? Or, I mean, I'm assuming yeah. if you bank some cash, you could probably go up to someone too. I don't know. Yeah. No, I think I think that's it. Uh, and then the last one of the week, um, James, just with a little comment here to round us out, he said he wants the episode to be called Show Us Your Johnson. <laughs> Is that well? And, I mean, uh, Mark, you're in charge, so I'll speak to the guy. I'm pretty sure we named one of the episodes that last year, um, but I'll speak to the people in charge of naming the podcast, and I'll see what I can do. <laughs> uh, boys, any? I think that's it. Any further thoughts before we uh, we finish up? Oh, no, just. I mean, what are you what are you doing this week, Mark? Any trades, mate? Uh, just Smith Shields. Probably either to Khan Pereira or Nicarima. I don't know which way I'm going to go, whether I'm going to chase the upside, so to speak. Um, you know, take a flash through the covers. Uh, I'm in okay, a lucky nice. position that I've got 300 and something K in the bank. So um, I'm going to watch Cardi for this week and, and sort of see where I go. I've got a couple of guys that I'm aiming at, but none of them are urgent buys. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to save, put some money in the bank and save some trades and, uh, yeah, just go from there. Um, also, I know everybody loves – nobody asked me about my tip of the week this week. I, I really liked doing my tip of the week last week. Um, but uh, my tip of the week this week is uh, don't chase points. Good good advice. Where's, uh, where, where was the narrative of the week this week? We didn't, we didn't get a um, yeah. bloke from last yeah, week. I'm, not, I'm not, not vibing the narratives. Eh? There's enough flying around on those, of those on other podcasts. I don't think we need to get, in, get into the narratives. If you did have a narrative of the week, Ryan, what would it be? Oh, narrative of the week is that um, Rob really doesn't like the Warriors. He's an undercover. Um, he's an <laughs> undercover Roosters fan all this time, yeah. and he hates the Warriors. 
My uh, narrative of the week is uh, Joe Tarpanay to outscore Payne Haas this week. Oh. <laughs> I feel like something quite catastrophic would have to go wrong with Haas for that to happen, and I don't want that to happen. Oh, Tarpanay's playing more minutes than Haas at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I got no I got no narratives. Um, I don't know. Wayne Bennett coming out and saying Nick Arim is the – Future of the uh, halves would be nice. <laughs> He's played his best footy under Bennett, mate. Although most yeah, players in the NRL have. All right, that'll do. Two hours is enough. Go to bed. Thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed uh, all of our recommendations. And uh, don't trade keepers. Don't chase points. Enjoy your weekend of footy. And we will see you next week. Love you guys.